Hello everyone and welcome to another episode on Crick Views. And I just gotta say, I am back. It's been what, uh, four months since I recorded my last episode? It was in the beginning of April uh, that I recorded my last one. And since then I haven't uh, put up another episode, but I have finally been able to now. Uh, because Mainly because I wasn't able to record any episode until now because I've been too busy and just wasn't paying attention to too much cricket ever since then. Uh, I was traveling uh, between uh, places and, and everything, so I just didn't have the time uh, to find out about cricket news and uh, record episodes. I was, it wasn't like this for all of these four months. It was pretty much just the beginning of, it, of April that this happened. But once, you know, so with many things, once it gets, when, when, whenever you see how much I'm stuttering because it's been so long, with many things, um, many habits, all it takes uh, for you to uh, completely lose the habit is just a few bad days and, and uh, a few interruptions and the habit is lost. You don't have the motivation to do it anymore. So that's pretty much what happened with my podcast. I just didn't have the motivation to do it anymore. After I haven't recorded in like 10-15 days. So yeah, finally um, did get the urge to record a new episode. And I'm back now. And the sad thing is I cannot uh, start off right away with the news about all of the cricket that's happening in the world right now. There's a lot of domestic cricket happening. Especially the 100 um, in England and the Tamil Nadu Premier League in, in India. And the minor league cricket in USA. I don't know if many people know about this but... Yeah, just I'll actually be covering more of uh, minor league cricket because I am living in USA. I have been looking forward to covering minor league cricket, but I haven't been able to. But yeah, so that's pretty much what all I'm going to be doing today. And I'll also be talking about the elephant in the room, India versus England, first test. It's been a thrilling test so far, and I'm, I, I know that you're all looking forward to listening to it. So let's just get started it's with uh, India versus England, day one and day two. So the match started off with England winning the toss yet again, just like 2018, and they chose to bowl first. I'm uh, sorry, bat first. Bowling first was the right decision, but they haven't uh, chosen that because reasons. It was uh, obviously perfect conditions for bowling. Uh, cloudy conditions, no sun. Uh, bowler's dream, and they haven't chosen. They had chosen. They chose to bat, and their result, uh, their batting total clearly reflected. Their bad toss decision, they were 183 all out in just 65.4 overs. England uh, started off really bad with Rory Burns going out uh, for deck out. On his just fifth ball, getting LBW to Jesper Bumrah, who is also back uh, to his form. He hadn't done too well in the WTC final, but now he's doing much better. Um, but yeah, again, a bad start to England. But Dom Sibley and Zach Harley put up a good partnership together. But it was broken by uh, Mohamed Siraj, or yeah, I know it was broken by uh, Mohamed Shami. Yeah, but the most Mohammeds and Shami got Sibley all out uh, for 18 runs off 70 balls. Again, a slow innings, but uh, an important one. He was the opener. He had to stay there. Unfortunately, he didn't stay for too long because of uh, one of my favorite bowlers, Mohamed Shami. He got out. He bowled. Uh, he bowled and Kirbar caught the ball. Zach Crowley uh, was caught behind by the bowling of Mohamed Siraj, who was actually looking so good with his drives. He hit four fours, and all of them were beautiful. And the ball before he got out, it was um, I don't know, it was a kind of confusing one. It, it felt as if it, there was a nick, and Crowley reviewed, but 
uh, it was given not out. And the next ball, oh no, two balls later, the same thing happened. And Kohli thought it was actually not out, and he took the bad decision. It turns out it was the right decision to take the review, and Zach Harley was given out. He scored 27 of 68. Joe Root, uh, who's finally, again, another guy back to form, he started off the year really well with the four scores of above 153, scores of uh, above 200. Um, amazing start to a year, probably one of the best. Unfortunately, he uh, ever since then, he hadn't scored a 50 in 11 innings. He finally has scored one. And his conversion rate, and he, he wasn't able to convert it into 100 because there was just no more batting. He By the time yeah, he was there until the seventh wicket, which just shows the batting collapse that happened after Jorut got, yeah, when Jorut was at the crease, when he came to the crease. Uh, he scored 64 off 108, getting LBWs to Charlotte Talker. He batted really well. Some of his drives were so beautiful, all offside, all really good cover drives. Um, he also batted pretty fast as well. He had a record of 59.26, uh, which shows uh, he didn't have too much t- trouble batting. It was just, um, there's just no more batting left in the team. Johnny Bristol was also relatively batted better. Uh, it was again Mohamed Shami who got him out. Mohamed Shami was by far the best bowler. He provided the biggest breakthroughs, getting uh, the main batsman out. He got Dom Sibley and Johnny Bairstow and Dale Lawrence out when uh, England were actually cruising. And they were just three down, and Shami was able to provide two breakthroughs. And eventually the team batting was open, and Indian bowling was able to infl- infiltrate because of the help of Jasper Bumra and Charlotte Tucker. So again, Bairstow scored 29 of 71. Dan Lawrence, 0 of 4. Josh Butler, 0 of 18. Uh, getting caught behind by Jesper Boomer from a ball from Jesper Boomer and Simon Crane. Unfortunately, he wasn't able to repeat the amazing innings he was able to perform in uh, the first test match in Edgebaston in 2018. Because, again, no more batting left. In 2018, the tail lagged for England. Uh, everyone, even if they weren't scoring, they were defending, giving the strike to Sam Curran. Who was just, I don't know, he was invincible, and he still is in, invincible right now. Uh, but he stayed not out at the end of the day, uh, because, yeah, he, he just can't get him out. Ollie Robinson scored 0 off 3, Stuart Brown scored 4 off 3, and James Anderson scored 1 off 11. And yeah, batting order collapsed. Uh, James Anderson, uh, the ball before he got out, it was actually a Yorker, yeah, it was a Yorker, and... The bad, the and it was an LBW appeal or something. I don't know. I think it was that. I I checked the highlights and I don't know. Easy B highlights have just deteriorated the quality. If you look back at the highlights of 2018, it was so much better. You know, 2019 Ashes, it was really good. Even the 2020 England versus West Indies and England versus Pakistan were really good. But all of a sudden, they're putting out shitty highlights for some reason that they are not showing any more um, DRS reviews and what took what, what took place. So yeah, the ball before Jim, uh, Jimmy Anderson was given out by the Empire, but he reviewed, and um, he was going not out. Bummer came back to ball another one with a toe-crushing Yorker. Jimmy Anderson had uh, no way to play it. <laughs> like, yeah. So he got out by a good Yorker. Uh, he just smiled because, uh, yeah, even he accepted. He, he just knew that after he got out, there was just no way he was able to... Uh, Defend that, and yeah, again, it shows that Bumrah is back to form because he's able to bowl these toe crushing workers. So, in the end, um, England's first innings they scored 183. Best bowler for India, wicket wise, was Bumrah again, mainly because he was able to uh, sweep the lower order, meaning like Sir Barton James Anderson, 
but he that, that that doesn't mean that he didn't do anything. He does get, he didn't get the wicket of Josh Butler and uh, Rory Burns. So wicket wise, he was the best bowler, but by far the best bowler actually. Like um, game wise, how what happened in the game? Mohamed Shami he had an economy of one point six five, which was by far the best. Picked up three wickets. Mohamed Siraj was quite expensive, picking up one wicket at an economy of four. Charlotte Tucker bowled uh, quite well actually. I didn't expect them to. I actually didn't like him to be in the team. Uh, I felt that there were just too many bowlers. They could have gone with a uh, another all rounder like Ashwin, who would have provided more with the bat, a little more with the bat. Why am I saying all rounder for Ashwin? But yeah, I just felt that the the tail for India was too too long. But Charlotte Tucker also provides a good amount with the bat. Uh, Spinners weren't able to do anything. I mean, they did just three overs, picked up no wickets. So India came out to bat on day two, oh no, day one, and they were supposed to bat for the next 35 overs, or tw- yeah, 25 overs, sorry. But unfortunately, they weren't able to bat so so long because of uh, rain or lighting conditions. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was rain. So India came out to bat at the end of day one, and it was thumps or... It was either stumps or it was rain. I, I I don't remember. But, yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry guys for this bad coverage. Uh, I'm just starting too much. But, yeah, India at the end of day one scored 21 for no loss, which was actually really good. Um, I didn't expect that either because Roy Sharma hadn't done too well in England in test uh, before. But he did really well even on day 2 when he got out he was looking really well it was the same kind of shot that he hit in Australia either in Sydney or the Gabba I think it was the Gabba um, no it was, it was Sydney on day 4 at the end of day 4 he pulled the shot and he pulled the ball and Mr. Stark was there and he caught it this time on day 2 uh, he was um, uh and the receiving end of a short ball from Wally Robinson, and when you know, you know Rich Sharma, when it's a short ball, he's gonna pull. He pulled the ball. It was, it was actually more of a hook uh, because it was so um, uh, height. He had, he had so much height and bounce. And Sam Curran was at fine leg, deep fine leg, and he caught the ball. Rich Sharma was actually looking really good. He was uh, defending well, scoring 36 off 107 at a strike of 33.64. And that wicket was uh, all England needed. Like even when uh, England was batting, they India had to get three breakthroughs before they were finally able to break open the batting. England just needed one. Roy Sharma and the batting was open because Pujara got out for four off sixteen. Kohli a golden duck, a golden duck. That's that's just surprising. And the main um, culprit for that, yeah, the the culprit for this collapse was Jimmy Anderson. He, he got out Pujara and Kohli, probably the backbone of India's batting. Uh, and both of them were caught behind, so it's not like uh, it was a rash shot from the batsman. It was just beautiful balls. Uh, Outswingers, full pitched. Kohli was defending, and Pujara was also defending both outside edge. So, yeah, Kohli, golden duck. When have you heard that before? Yeah, the last time it happened, I think, was uh, India versus England. Third te- no, fourth test. Um, or not, third test. When Moeen Ali bowled um, Barakoli. So, yeah, amazing bowler Jimmy Anderson. He's, what, 40 years old and he's uh, bowling like he's 25. So, great bowling from Jimmy Anderson. Rahane, though, probably the most absurd wicket. When you, when it's a test match, you have the time to bat. 
you don't need to rush things. The runouts in a test match and getting out to rash shots in test matches are unnecessary. Nobody, nobody just cares about. It. Nobody just wants that to happen. You want if if we're getting out in test cricket, it should be because either it's really tough conditions or it's a really good ball. You don't know. You don't want to get out for rash shots, which is why people get so much criticism. But this time, instead of rash shots, it was a run out, which is even crazier. Like even rash shots, you can understand that kind of because of the shift uh, from test cricket and ODI cricket towards T Twenty cricket, the power hitting and the uh, mentality and the intent. And all of that, you could kind of understand and you give guys like Rishabh Pant um, a pass for playing the way they do. But a run out, like no matter who the player is, even if it's Virat Kohli getting run out, like Virat Kohli is probably the one dude that's not going to get run out. He did get run out in Australia, but it was because of Rahane. But you have to understand, in test matches, you don't need to run. But Rahane, he was almost, he, there was a warning for him uh, just a few balls before and over before when he had just one run. And he would have been out had it been a direct hit. He should have learned from that, but he didn't. And he decided to run again on his uh, fifth ball. He got run out to... No, no, it was, uh, it was, it was the non-striker. And K. Rahul didn't even say uh, yes. He was just... Uh, uh, he just took two steps uh, from the crease, just waiting to see what would happen. He didn't uh, really respond. They didn't need to look for those runs anyway. I don't know why Rahane was so aggressive. Like, it's, uh, it's important that you show your intent, but intent doesn't mean you're aggressive. You have to show your intent, like, just batting-wise. Pujara is, has great intent, but he's not aggressive. You just have to um, be like that. But it doesn't matter, yeah. Even if you're going to play rash shot, it's fine if, if that's just your your natural style of play. So I got away with it. Gilchrist got away with it, I think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, yeah. He was also an aggressive player, but... Runouts are just um, bad for any, no matter what kind of batsman you are. So, yeah, Rahane got run out. Uh, Rishabh Pant scored 7 off 8. And he said not out at the end of the day. But India's best batsman by far was KL Rahul. And just the best shot uh, to prove that he was uh, the best batsman was there was a ball from, from uh, Jimmy Anderson, I believe. Oh, no, no, it was a uh, short broad, sorry. And it was a good length ball. Yeah, a good length ball. Which was um which had no bounce. Sturbar is a tall guy, so he got decent bounce from it, and it was it came towards um about waist high and and two Rahul. He went on the front foot, not too far, uh kind of the Kane Williamson style where he doesn't take a big stride. It was just a small stride. He played the ball so late with an open face bat, and the ball just went between the slips for forward. And that I felt that was the best shot from Kirwal. He had some beautiful cover drives and street drives today, but. That shot just proved how much control K. Rahul had. Uh, compare him from now to 2018, he's just much miles ahead of the batsman. So, yeah, amazing batsman, amazing performance today. 57 of 151, 9 4s, a striker of 37.75, beautiful control today. Um, India don't have too much to worry about batting wise because they both so well. And they have Rishabhman and K. Rahul at the crease. Rahul really set and uh, he has a lot of patience. And the fact that India also has batting with uh, Ravinder Jadeja and Charlotte Tucker to come, they will expect, uh, we can expect uh, India to get a score of about 200 plus. Unless Jimmy Anderson, uh, yeah, because it rained today, uh, there's going to be some uh, swing on offer tomorrow. And I, I didn't check the weather in, um, at the ground, but yeah, there will probably be. Uh, clouds tomorrow so Jimmy Anderson will be attacking will be uh, the main bowler for England that's the crazy thing about Jimmy Anderson and 
he he doesn't need the clouds um to perform. He can still get the job done without any clouds. He we saw what he did in the first test in India with the reverse swing. He he just so durable. He he reminds me of Roger Federer. Even though they're both he even not even just the fact that they're both so old and are really perfect at that at what they do. Uh, they both even uh look similar, but yeah. And then the fact that it's a Duke's ball, it's going to be cloudy tomorrow, swing on offer most likely. And India are 46.4 overs done. There'll be a Duke, new mo- another new ball on like the 80th over or something. Yeah, in the 80th over. That England could take and they'll probably take. And Jamie Anderson is back into the attack again. And yeah, this time it's not even the openers. It's Rishabh Pant. And probably one of the openers, Kira Rahul, at the crease. If not, it's Ravinder Jadeja and Charles Tucker who will just be attacking the ball. And yeah, so I'm expecting India to get all out about 225 to 30 around there. Uh, it would be a major achievement if they could get past 250, but I, I'm not. I'm not sure if they could do it. Probably the best result for test test matches itself for cricket itself is if India get all out to 200, and we have a thrilling test on uh, day three, end of day three and day four. Um, yeah, again, I'm not expecting the match test match to last too long. Uh, because of the fact that India India was able to get England all out on just day one uh, means that they would this test won't last that long. So yeah, a thrilling test up ahead, a lot to look forward to, and I'll be back tomorrow again with a, a coverage of what happened on day three. And that's the end of the coverage of India versus England. Now let's move on to minor league cricket that's happening in USA. So about minor league cricket. Uh, this is going to be probably the longest um, part of the episode because so many matches happen in just a short period of time and in just past six days, uh, about like 13 matches happen. So uh, most of you listening to this will not know what minor league cricket is, but yeah, to us following cricket in USA, if you'll know that minor league cricket is probably the biggest um, I know, program that USA cricket has taken up. Uh, it's basically... There is 27 teams across America that are representing different regions, and they are playing against each other. And the, the reason this is so, um, I don't know, so impactful is because this is being held by officially by USA Cricket. Until now, there have been a lot of uh, leagues in USA cricket leagues, but they have they have all been private leagues, and you know, teams have a uh, just. Take uh, yeah, the players playing in it are just representing teams by paying them. Like it's, it's like a normal team, you know. When you're playing, uh, for I don't know, your local team, you just pay them, uh, just to be in that be in that team, right? So this is basically that. The teams that are playing in these private leagues are just uh, teams that are just funded by the players themselves. who just pay to be on the team, which is just normal, which is which which is what happens with pretty much any other sport. But this is different. You, with USA Cricket officially holding this, they what they did was they held trials for each and every team, and the players are not paying for this. And the players that are play, they're going to play. Uh, the the players that play good in this are going to represent America, and they are going to get chances to represent America. Uh, probably the most surprising thing is that I don't know, this is one thing that I was surprised by is that this is called the minor league cricket, but most of the uh, people playing it are. Um, Adults, this is not kind of like minor league baseball or minor league um, soccer. This is uh, kind of a little different, but I think what they're trying to aim for is basically they're going to start their major league cricket. They're, this is both of their plans. 
One is MILC, which is minor league cricket, and MLC, which is major league cricket. Since they cannot just ma start major league cricket right away without, without any players, they're what they're trying to do is, um, this is just my theory, uh, so just take it like a grain of salt. Uh, my theory is that they're going to take the best players from minor league cricket, the people that do well in minor league cricket, and they're going to put them uh, and play them in major league cricket next year when it's, when it's officially going to start. And next year, there will be more people that are young. Because right now, there are very few people that are um, younger than uh, 20 years in this minor league cricket. Uh, USA Cricket have made a um, kind of a uh, requirement for each team to hold to have one person less than uh, one one guy who is an under-17 player and another, another, another one that is an under-21 player. So... That's yes, they're just looking for them. So they're obviously what they want is this. They want this entire league to be tournament to be really, really high level, and they're trying to do that by having uh, people older than twenty one who are obviously going to be more skilled and more talented. And we, this is why they start. They put the adults in minor league cricket, but next year, I'm hoping that is going to be different. And going, there's going to be way more young people, people younger than twenty years, that play in the teams. So. Enough about the introduction, and let's start the coverage. So the first match that took place in minor league cricket, uh, it officially started on um, July, yeah, July thirty first, twenty twenty one. So it was Michigan Cricket Stars uh, versus Chicago Cadgers. Oh yeah, another thing is both all of these matches are can be live streamed on Willow for free, and also they're being live streamed on uh, YouTube for free. So. Yeah, you can actually watch them. I don't know if uh, they have highlights. I checked the, if they had highlights, but they don't. So, yeah, 2020 cricket, so not um, 50 over or 40 over cricket. Yeah. Yeah. Earlier in the year, they had under-19 national championships, which was which I took up, which I actually played in. And that was actually really tiring because there were 50 over matches, four of them in a span of three days. So, you know, in a span of four days, five days. So, that was pretty hard. But yeah, this is different. Uh, yeah, twenty twenty cricket. So let's just get started. So the match took uh, started off with Chicago catchers winning, winning the toss and choosing the ball first. So yeah, uh, Michigan cricket stars came out to bat. They had a, a really good opening. Uh, one of the openers that batted really well, Ryan Scott. Who scored 43 runs off just 17 balls at a rate of 252.94, two fours and four sixes. So yeah, really good batting. Unfortunately, he got out uh, when he was on 43, wasn't able to get his 50. Lenny Go Boucher, the second opener, scored 11 off 10. So not a, not a big contribution, but uh, yeah, just couldn't convert his uh, start in T20. Yeah, basically in T20, if you can get to 15. Yeah, then that's it. that's considered. A if you score thirty of ten, that's all you need. If six people score thirty of ten, um, thirty of twenty, even then what you have is a score of one eighty. So, yeah, that's why I was, that's why I said it's a start. Eleven is a start, even though in ODI and Test cricket, that's barely anything. Um, the third batsman up is Nick Kunchin, Nikhil Kunchin, who scored sixty two runs off forty balls at a record of one fifty five. Uh, Nicholas Curtin uh, scored four off three. Shakir Ahmed scored five off four. So it was a uh, mainly a good partnership from the first uh, from an opener and number three, but there was a middle order collapse with uh, Nicola, Nicholas Curtin and Shakir Ahmed getting out uh, in quick succession. But Ravine Senior and Matthew Ford were both able to 
uh, kind of uh, patched this up with one person taking up the charge and hitting the ball all over the place, and the other person uh, kind of slowing things down. So Ravine Senior scored 30 of 29 at a record of 103.45. Matthew Ford scored 26 of 14, 142 sixes at a record of 185.71. Arjun Ajbani scored 7 of 4. So in the end, Michigan Stars scored 195 in just six overs at a run rate of 9.75. Chicago Catchers' best bowler was Sikander Soleja, who picked up four wickets at an economy of 6.5. So amazing bowling. Um, Anush Ankush Agarwal picked up one wicket, and Asman Najam also picked up a wicket. The most economical was Karan Kumar, who had an economy of five. He only bowled one over, though. So yeah. But uh, the most expensive was Abhu Garg, who bowled one over and went for 21 runs. So, yeah, quite expensive. An economy of 21. Chicago catchers came out to bat, and I just gotta say it was a kind of a poor batting performance from them. Michigan stars, Michigan cricket stars, were able to just uh, take advantage in both the bat with the with both the bat and the ball. They were able to quickly crack crack open the batting with getting both openers out really quick. Adil Amadullah scored one off 13 balls, so that's just bad if you're playing T20. You have to bat faster. He had a strike of 7 points. Next matchup is uh, Chicago Blasters this time versus St. Louis um, Americans. So, as you can see, there's two Chicago teams. Basically, this this will happen to all major, uh, I don't know, what, what I should call this, powerhouses of cricket in America. So, Chicago, there's uh, two teams. And New York, I think I'm pretty sure there was two. There's two teams. There's New York Yorkers and uh, uh, Empire State Titans. California too, I think, has uh, two teams, and Texas also has two teams. So, yeah, all the powerhouses of um, cricket in America have two teams. And this match was way more close compared to the first match. So the match started off with St. Louis Americans winning the toss and choosing to bowl first. Um, the match started off with uh, Chicago Blasters batting. Yeah, I need. Anil Jonavitullah uh, opened the batting, scoring 4 of 11. So, a bad start. And But Shahir Hassan, the other opener, scored 73 of 47. Really good batting. 3 4s and 5 6s at a record of 155.32. Unfortunately, getting run out. Brian Gill scored 35, 34 of 30. Also getting run out. Hassan must scored, um, had a golden duck actually. Again, a run out. So, that, that's actually 3 run outs. Wow. Uh, that's surprising. Datta Prakash scored 7 off 6. Uh, Asher Mehdi scored 4 off 6. Sachin Veerswamy scored 2 off 3. Najam Iqbal had a golden duck. Saichar Dagupati scored 9 off 7. And Mohit Patel scored 10 off 8. And the surprising thing is, uh, out of the three runners, two of the runners were from the same player. Um, yeah, kind of surprising. And in the end, Chicago Blasters scored 155 of 8. The best bowler for St. Louis was. Uh, Murali Basupali, who picked up two wickets at an economy of 5.5. Uh, Siddharth Ridi also picked up two wickets, but was uneconomical, uh, had an economy of 9.25. Uh, Sagar Tucker picked up one wicket at an economy of 6.5. And that was, uh, um, Paras Mar- Mar- Marwaha was also economical, had an economy of 5.75, which was the second most economical. So that, that was the bowling, and St. Louis came out to bat. And it was pretty much kind of the same story with the opening, with one player doing kind of not too well, but with the other player doing well. So it was the batting, start off with Surjit J. Singh scoring 6 off 6 and getting out. 
Luke Schofield uh, scored 54 off 41 at a strike rate of 131.71. Ashish Singh scored 11 off 22, which is probably uh, where they lost the game. And they, in the end, they lost by nine runs. And that's just slow batting. That's a record of 50 in a T20. So that's just not good. Jacobus Pinar scored uh, 18 off 16 at a strike of 102.5. Udni GP scores 33 off 19 at a strike of 173.68. Joshua King scored 1 off 6. Murali Basupali scored 0 off 2. Sagar Tucker scored 5 off 7. And Kaustub Sri Perumbudur scored 1 off 2. Uh, the best bowler for Chicago Blasters was Najam Iqbal, who picked up two wickets at an economy of 5. Sajir Dagbadi also picked up two wickets at an economy of 7.25. All the bowlers for Chicago Blasters pick up, picked up a wicket. Dutta Prakash uh, picked up a wicket. Mohit Patel picked up a wicket. And Tala Mohsen picked up one wicket. So, uh, yeah, one, one Chicago team lost and the other Chicago team won. Which is probably good for some of the Chicago fans. <laughs> so... Uh, kind of surprising, but you could see where why people teams lose T uh, Twenty games. There's just uh, sometimes uh, one or two players that bat a little too slow, and in the end uh, they cannot make up for the lost runs and they lose the game. Um, yeah, that's the end of the coverage of the second game. Next up is Austin Athletics versus Houston Hurricane, which also happened on uh, July thirty first. Yeah, yeah, the match started off with a. Uh, Houston Hurricane winning the toss and choosing to bowl, which made Austin Athletics uh, choosing to, yeah, having to bat first. And their opening was really good. Aves Zia scored 54 off 33, at a record of 163.4, 6-4. Williams Perkins scored 48 off 30, unfortunately missing out on his 50, at a record of 160, getting run out, unfortunately. So, yeah, two unfortunates. Uh, Aves Zia actually had five sixes and just one four, so... Um, Last in cricket. Cheyenne Jahangir scored 10 off 11. So, yeah. This is just uh, what kind of uh, makes me mad in T20 cricket. Like, even really good opening partnerships kind of get ruined by uh, slow batting in the middle order. Nitish Kumar, again, scored 24 off 18. And a strike of just 133.3. Uh, Janisar Khan scored 26 off 22. At a strike of 118.18. Hamza Vangar scored 6 off 4. Uh, Siddesh Partidesk all got Golden Duck along with. Um, oh yeah, that's the only person that got Golden Duck. So, yeah, the innings ended off with Austin Athletics scoring 175 for 7. They probably could have scored a 200 had, a, had they had better middle order batting. Opening batsman did really well. So, Houston Hurricanes' best bowler was Ali Khan, who actually plays for USA Cricket. So, yeah, he picked up three wickets uh, at an economy of 5.5. He's uh, he also plays. For, he also got picked by Kolkata Knight Raiders uh, in 2020 IPL auction. Usman Rafiq scored two wickets and uh, picked up two wickets at an economy of 11. And uh, that was the most noteworthy uh, contributions in the bowling department. Houston Hurricanes came out to bat and they had a decent opening with Rana Ali scoring 30 off 23 at a target of 130.43. And Slade Van Staden, I don't know if you have heard, but he actually also played in the championships earlier in the year, uh, under-19 national championships. He actually batted really well. He scored 100. Um, he comes from South Africa. Uh, he had a record of 84.85. Sushant Modini scored uh, 5 of 10 
And it was William Ludic who scored 53 off just 24 balls at a record of 220.83. That is, and he unfortunately got run out. Ashley Nur scored 1 off 3. Ali Muhammad Samad scored 6 off 3. 1 6. Uh, Sekhlin Haider scored 6 off 3 as well. 1 4 this time. Usman Rafiq scored 37 off 22. 1 4 and 3 sixes. Uh, which led uh, Houston Hurricanes to win by 3 wickets. Uh, yeah, it was the last, actually the last ball victory. So, wow. Uh, that's pretty surprising. Uh, Austin Athletics best bowler was Lakshparik who picked up 4 wickets at an economy of 7.33. Nitish Kumar picked up one wicket at an economy of seven. Ali Bangash and Avizia were both economical. Avizia picked up one wicket at an economy of 5.5. And Ali Bangash was economical at an economy of 7.43. So at uh, this time, Houston wins the match in the contest between Austin versus Houston. And now on to the fourth match of minor league cricket. Seattle Thunderbolts versus East Bay Blazers. Which was probably um, the most one-sided match of this entire beginning of tournament. So the match started off with uh, East Bay Blazers winning the toss and choosing the ball first. Seattle Thunderbirds came on to bat and right from the get-go. It was a bad start. Jagrup Reina scored just zero off five balls and got out. Bridget Kumar Moody scored twelve runs off twenty-six balls at a record of forty-six point one five. This is the entire batting lineup was just uh, test match batting. Andreas Go scored three off six. Deepak Rajendran scored five. Let's hear this, okay? Twenty-two balls. Twenty-two balls at a record of twenty-two point seven three. <laughs> That's pretty uh, coincidental. Karan Rao scored four off nine at a record of forty-four point four five. Harmeet Singh scored five off eleven. And by far the most, the um, highest strike rate uh, of the entire team is Shedley Van Shia Skal Skalquick. Skalquick. Yeah, I'm sorry guys if I pronounced that wrong. I don't know how to pronounce that name. So he scored 20 off 27 balls. Uh, scored two fours and a six at a strike of 74.07. Saiho Kancharia scored, uh, Kancharia scored four off six at a strike of uh, 66.67. Abir Chippa scored 0 off 2, Avdesh Rai scored 0 off 1, a Golden Duck, and Anirudh Srinivas scored 1 off 5. So, so far, that's 2 Anirudhs in um, this tournament, and my name is also Anirudh, so, yeah. <laughs> um, so, the best bowler for East Bay Blazers was John Theron, who picked up uh, 3 wickets in an economy of 2.25, but he was able to beat uh, Nawaz Khan by just 1 run, who also picked up 3 wickets um, at an economy of 2.5. He's... Uh, Gave up just one more run in his four overs. Uh, Josh Descombe picked up one wicket at an economy of 4.33. And Rohan, Rohan Bosnapali, which was who was actually complimented by Dale Stain himself uh, during the under-19 national championships earlier in the year. I actually planned to cover every match in that championship, but I was just too busy playing. I just had no time. It was just... Uh, it is my first time being in a, such a competitive, playing in a, such a competitive, competitive tournament, and I was surprised by uh, the amount of stress. And I have so much respect for people that play in these leagues. Like you might, you might think that I'm making fun of these guys, but if if I'm a bowler, and if I were to bowl to them, they would just smack me for sixes. They're so good at what they do, and yeah, and when they go and travel and stay in the hotels and just play, the I don't know. They put so much effort into what they do. So, yeah. Uh, Rohan Postnibali scored one, picked up one wicket 
and kind of uh, 2.5 for over 10, 10 balls. And the leading wicket taker in the under um, 19 national championships, Sanjay Krishnamurti, uh, picked up one wicket and in his two overs. He gave up just the nine runs, economy of 4.5. Kind of surprising that he didn't get to bowl more overs, considering the fact that he was the highest wicket taker uh, in the national championships. So yeah, East Bay, East Bay Blazers uh, came out to bat and chased the target down quite easily. Um, actually, yeah, quite easily. Then some hiccups, but they were just batted slow. They didn't need to bat fast. Again, you just don't want to get in that kind of mindset. Now that I think about it, like people will say, like if the target is low, just take it slow. But what that makes is just it doesn't. You want to go hard at teams. It doesn't mean that you go reckless shots, but even when you don't need to. But they had a... So, East Bay Blazers had a run rate of 5.7, which was... Uh, I don't know. It, wasn't, it was more than what they were required to score at. But once your team gets into that kind of mindset, they they don't go as hard. You, you know, you have to be aggressive. But in the, in T20 especially in test cricket, like I was saying before, you don't need to be aggressive. You need you need to have intent. But in T20 cricket, you need to be aggressive, um, and you have to be aggressive as often as possible. So yeah, a good victory for them. But if they batted faster, uh, I don't know, just it would have been more suited to T20. Uh, David Brun, like I said, zero of five. David White, so both two Davids opened the batting. Uh, David White scored 17 of 17. Sujit Gauda scored 70, 17 of 20. Chad Boas scored 22 of 20. Sanjay Krishnamurti scored 9 of 12. And Josh Daskombe scored 7 of 9. Seattle Thunderbolts' best bowler was Shle- Shadley Van Skalquik. So, yeah. Did, uh, did the most with the bat and the ball. He picked up two wickets and an economy of three. Abir Chippas picked up two wickets at an economy of 6.67. Harmeet Singh was also quite economical, uh, had an economy of 6.25. And the second most economical was me, just kidding, not me, Anirudh Srinivas, who had an economy of 5.33. Yeah, I just said me because uh, you're in the same name as me. But yeah, East Bay Blazers won the match, and the man of the match was John Theron. Um, yeah, I forgot to announce the man of the matches, but yeah, I'm sorry guys. Uh, just go to the website, USA Cricket, Cricket's website, and just follow some of these matches so that you announce their, just give support to USA Cricket, the chance for them to grow. So, yeah, that was pretty much uh, the pretty much it of the first kind of, um, I don't know what to call it, kind of leg, because what happened was the same teams were put against, some of the teams were put against each other again, but other teams were not, so... Uh, the fifth matchup was again Chicago Catchers versus Michigan Cricket Stars, and Michigan Cricket Stars again won quite easily, winning by seven wickets this time. So, the match started off with okay, Chicago Catchers being the toss and choosing the bat first, and they scored just 109 off 10 balls. Ankur Shagarwal scored one off four. Kevin Phillips scored six off 11. Karan Kumar. By far the best batsman scores 38 of 23 at a record of 165.22. Shreyas Ramesh scored 18 of 24, still batting. Saki Chaudhary scored 14 of 17, still batting. Deep Chen Pinnaka scored 1 of 3. Rajaravi Kopella scored 3 of 5. Asmar Najam scored 4 of 13 at a record of 30.77, still batting. 
Ranadeep Aliti scored 7 off 4. I was sure it off 175. I hit at 1-6. So, yeah, in the end, it was Tejas Rousseau. Scored 6 off 11. The last batsman. And an account of 54.55. Again, slow batting. I don't know. I haven't watched these highlights. Because, yeah, if there were highlights, I would watch more of these. It's just live stream. So, yeah, I can't watch. But it's either um, not attacking batting or it's amazing bowling. So, yeah, Michigan catchers, uh, Cricket Stars' best bowler was Harish Yelamanchelli, who picked up three wickets at an economy of 4.29. Nicholas Curtin picked up two wickets. Shakir Ahmed score, picked up two wickets. Matthew Ford picked up one wicket. And Zia Khan picked up two wickets. Michigan Cricket Stars came out to bat, and yeah, they just easily won. Ryan Scott scored 9 out of 5, 1 6, and Shakir 180. Leninko Bocher scored 24 out of 15. Nikhil Kanchan scored 35 of 39. Nicholas Curtin scored 0 of 2. And Arjun Ajbani scored 38 of 27 at a strike of 140.74. So this is basically T20, the way you should uh, chase T20 cricket game. So what happened was one batsman and like both the openers went quite quick, uh, batted quite quick. And one, just one guy batted slow. He stayed not at throughout the game. And all the other batsmen just batted around him and batted fast. That's all you need. And that just kind of basically shows how you need to attack chases. If one guy is able to just be the anchor and, I don't know, kind of lead the innings, getting those singles and doubles quick throughout the innings and bat, bat faster if he needs to. Um, but, yeah, you don't expect him to go like 175, 180. But if, when you do need him at the end, like power hitting, he can do that. You know, those kind of players... Probably the best guy to best best batsman in the world right now that does this is Rock Cooley. And yeah, like you just need one person like that. And all the other batsmen just could be smashing the ball, getting 30 off 10s and 15 off 6. And you know, those kind of batting. And you could just chase down the target or put up big targets. So yeah. Chicago catcher's best bowler was Akul Gupta, who picked up two wickets at an economy of 10.33. The most economical was were both uh, were two bowlers actually, Rajarve Kopella and Ranadeep Aleti. Ranadeep Aleti actually picked up one wicket at an economy of six. Rajarve Kopella picked up zero wickets, but had an economy of six. And Tejas Vishal uh, had an economy of 7.5. Asmar Najam also uh, had an economy of eight. So that was pretty much the. Uh, end of Michigan Cricket Stars, or no, Chicago Catchers, uh, bad start to their team one. To St. Louis Americans versus Chicago Blasters. So we come over to the other Chicago match. And this time St. Louis were able to get revenge. And they were able to win. So the match started off this time with um, St. Louis Americans winning the toss and choosing the bat first. And St. Louis came out to bat. And it was slow batting from them. Drew Dougal scored 8 off 9. Luke Schofield scored 17 off 19. Joshua Kine scored 43 off 37. Uni GP scored 6 off 3. Jacobus PNR scored 23 off 23. Surjit J. Singh scored 3 off 5. Willie Basupali scored 14 off 11. Sagar Tucker scored 8 off 13. Kaustub Sri Perumbudur scored 1 off 1. And Parasmarava. Um, didn't face any balls, so yeah, the best uh, batsman was Joshua Kind, who scored 43 of 37 at a target of 116.22. So again, slow batting. This is what happens when you bat slow. But yeah, they were able to win because of the fact that they had um, good enough bowling. There, so Chicago Blasters' best bowler 
was Dr. Prakash, who picked up 3 wickets at an economy of 7.75. Najam Iqbal picked up 2 wickets at an economy of 4.25. Hunain Amin picked up 2 wickets at an economy of 6.5. Sampath Reddy Bariji picked up 0 wickets but had an economy of 5.75. Chicago Blasters came out to bat. And if Michigan, I don't know, if St. Louis Americans batted slow, then Chicago Blasters just batted slower than that. So Najam Iqbal uh, scored one off four. Shahir Hassan uh, scored ten off twenty. Brian Brian Gale scored two off eight. Hassan Bimut scored six off fourteen. Asher Mehdi scored eleven off eight. Mit- Mitansh Nitiyanandam scored twelve off twenty one. Mohit Patel scored thirty off thirty eight off thirty two. Data Prakash scored eighteen off eleven. Sampat Reddy Balaji scored three off two, and Hunain Amin scored had a goal. Yeah, didn't score anything. He faced one ball. So that's when you bat slower. Slow. This is this should have been a honestly an easy chase, but yeah, they just batted slow. Uh, either good bowling or uh, bad batting. So uh, we move on to Irving Mustangs versus Austin Athletics this time. And Austin Athletics won. Uh, was this their is this their second victory or their first victory? I don't remember. So. Uh, so yeah, the match started off between Austin Athletics and uh, Irving Mustangs, with Mustangs winning the toss and choosing the bat first. And so Mustangs came out to bat, slow batting from them, which is why Austin Athletics won. Mohammad Bakas Salim scored four off nine. Rajan Khan Patan scored fifteen off ten. Pete Petson Matthews scored seventeen off seventeen. Corey Anderson, how long have you, has it been since you heard that name? You all remember the game 2014 Rajasthan Royals versus Mumbai Indians. Mumbai Indians has to chase 194 in like 14 overs. And Corey Anderson comes out and starts smashing the ball everywhere. Um, yeah, he didn't do that this time. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't score 70 runs off just 20 balls. Not this time. He scored 19 of 18 balls at a strikeout of 105.56. He was actually... Um, in Houston, yeah, in Houston, earlier in the year, uh, talking with some of the youngsters that were going to play in the under-19 national championships, um, it was confirmed back then that Corey Anderson was going to be playing in the minor league cricket. Uh, yeah, he has played. So, Nostos, uh Kenji Gay scored 16 off 21. Ali Sheikh scored 4 off 3. Junaid Nadir scored 6 off 6. Raman Dar, whoo, Raman Dar, the highest run scorer of... Uh, the national championships earlier in the year. Yeah, you can pretty much see the the best players who played in the national championships were uh, playing are playing in these um, teams. And yeah, I, we actually played against Raman Dar. Um, yeah, we just destroyed our team. We we were East Zone, and he just smacked us. Uh, he got like one forty runs against us. I actually dropped him, which is a uh, kind of uh, sad to say. But he actually got out in the next over, so yeah, it wasn't like I dropped him and he was at like five, and because of me, he scored so much. I should, I still should have taken the catch. It was the dolly I should have taken the catch, but you know, I just dropped it. But yeah, he was a um, good batsman this time. He scored fourteen off eight, at a strikeout of one seventy five. Uh, he came actually really, really far behind in the batting order. It was what one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. He came out to bat at number eight. That's just not enough time, man. Ramon Nasher came out at like number five at at last. 
like the most that he can go. Ramandara is such a good batsman. He should come at, at like number three or number four. So Umar Mir scored eleven off ten. Najaf Shah scored one off three, and Burke Hockley um didn't score, any, didn't face any balls. Yeah, he came out the bat and didn't face anything. Asan Athletics best bowler was Ali Bangash, who picked up four wickets and an economy of six point nine seven. Uh, Hamza Khalid picked up two wickets and an economy of five. Nitish Kumar picked up one wicket and an economy of seven. Awe Zia picked up two wickets and an economy of four point five, the most economical. And Lakshpari picked up one wicket and an economy of eight. So every bowler in Aston Athletics picked up a wicket, and yeah, economical bowling from them. But it turns out that Irving Mustangs, uh, even though they batted bad, they had good bowlers. But unfortunately, they weren't able to win the match because Aston Athletics just batted too fast. This is what happens. Like even if you're losing, even if it's an amazing bowling lineup on the other end, and you have a um, low chasing target. If you bat slow, what happens is you would think that you are getting closer. They're like singles and doubles. You're getting close. But yeah, that's like pretty much all you need to do is singles and doubles. But what, happen- what happens if you defend too much is that the pressure just builds up. You will think that the bowling will, um, you know, blow off. Like the fire in the bowling will blow off. And you could just go after them in like the last five overs and chase it down easily. But what happens is when it's a good bowling lineup... They are able to bowl those four overs, every one of those 24 balls, really well, so well that even at the end, you think that you can hit it, but you cannot. That's pretty much what happened. But as athletics, what happened was they batted fast in the beginning, which allowed them uh, the chance to uh, win, even though they were really far gone. They, it was... Uh, Irving Mustangs could have actually won. So what happened was, Austin Athletics started off their batting with Avezia who scored 17 off 12, at a target of 141.67. So that started there. Unfortunately, William Perkins scored 1 off 4. He got out quick. Shayan Jahangir scored 10 off 11. So two batsmen in the top order, number 2 and number 3, they didn't get off to a great start, and they got out quick. But Nitish Kumar batted fast enough, 36 off 31, at a target of 106.13. And that's, that's, that's all they needed. Every single batsman after that, they didn't score at a strike of higher than 100. But they still won because that's all they needed. When, once the, the batsman at the top of the, of the order batted long enough but, and fast enough, all the other batsmen didn't need to bat. They were able to uh, bat at less than a, a strike less than they, what they normally had, normally w- would have had to. Uh, because of the fact that the top order did everything, so all they had to do now was bat at less than a, yeah, less, uh, shagged of less than a hundred, and they won. So, Jenisir Khan scored uh, seven off ten, a shagged of less than a hundred. Sudesh Patare scored one off two, shagged of less than a hundred. Ahmed Butt scored twenty three off twenty three, not out, strike rate of a hundred. Hamza Bangash scored two off two, strike rate of a hundred. Ali Bangash, so I think they might be brothers. Scored 0 off 2, a straight rate of 0. Last batsman, uh, yeah, uh, Hamza Khalid scored 4 off 8. Last batsman at the crease, eight, not out. Straight rate of less than 100, but what happened was they won at the end because the top order batted fast enough. What happened with uh, um, Irving Mustangs was their batting didn't start off the same way. But the um, There were only 3 batsmen that had a straight rate of uh, higher than 100, which is actually the same as the... Chasing team, but the difference was this time uh, there there were not any batsmen that batted long enough. So Ryan Khan Bhatan scored 15 off 10 at a rate of 150, but just 10 balls. 
Uh, Corey Anderson, I strike it off 105.56, but just 18 balls. There's one batsman in the chasing who had a strike rate of, say, a strike rate of 110, basically the same, but he batted longer. He batted for 23 or 28 balls, which is long, which is longer, which is what they needed. Um, Ali Sheikh scored a strike rate of 103.3, but he faced only three balls. Uh, Raymond Dar uh, scored a strike rate of 175, which is needed, but he came too far down that he didn't have time to go fast. He only faced eight balls. So... Yeah, that pretty much shows that you have to go fast in T20 cricket. Your to- top order cannot take time to settle, you know, just defend, score runs at 6, 7, 8. Man, expect the, expect the power hitters to do the job. They have to be there. They have to, you know, score at 9, 9.5. But which allows the power hitters to come at the end and score at like 12, 13, 14, which is what they are there for. So, no matter what, Irving Mustangs did put up a good fight, even though they were they put up such a low total. Their best bowler was Burt Cockley, who picked up three wickets in an economy of 6.75. Nostush, uh, yeah, Nostush, Kenji, Kenji scored, picked up two wickets in an economy of four. Ali, Ali Sheikh picked up two wickets in an economy of 5.67. Junaid Nadir picked up one wicket in an economy of 11. Corey Anderson picked up one wicket in an economy of three. What? That's surprising, actually. He had an economy of three, but he didn't bowl more overs. Honestly, I think it's a kind of a bad, um, uh, what, what should I say, bowling picks um, for my ring Mustangs. Like, I have seen Raman Darbo, and like, not against us, but, man, uh, I've seen him bowl in the finals of the championships, and he bowls really well. He has a, he is a spinner, and he bowls really fast, so a good bowler there. Corey Anderson, he, he, this this bowling figure. Like, he's an international all-rounder at one point, and he used to be an all-rounder from New Zealand, which is a cricketing nation. You have to be really good to play for them as an all-rounder. So, just giving one over to Corey Anderson is surprising, but giving two overs to a guy who goes at 11, and giving um, one ball to, yeah, the the guy. That, so, basically, uh, Chicago Blasters. Uh, got their winning runs from Chicago Blasters, is it? Um, no, Austin Athletics, not Chicago Blasters. Sorry. Um, so yeah, they got their Austin Athletics got their winning runs from Mohamed Vakas Salim, who bowled his first ball um, in his 18th over, which is surprising, because uh, you don't expect that a person to bowl so far uh, late in the innings. You would expect someone like. Uh, uh, Najah Shah, who had an economy of 6.33. Uh, to bowl at that point, or Corey Anderson, I think he bowled the previous over, who had an economy of three, um, even better. But they just had some bad bowling um, decisions and some bad batting, which meant that Irving Mustangs lose, and Austin Athletics win by two wickets. Yeah, this, I think this is the most I spent talking. But basically, it shows I'm kind of I'm trying to show how you need to perform in T20, how you need to bat. Yeah, like don't <laughs> like I don't do well, guys. They, just um, you might yeah. I don't know. I, I don't do. I don't. I'm not like a great T20 player to be talking, but just I'm just telling you like yeah. T20 is a different um league. Yeah, you, obviously, but T20 you just have to approach it different. It's not like test and ODI. You know, people will say you know take your they take your singles, take your doubles. Uh, you know, like, hit it in the gap and it will go for four. I know that's not how it works. You can't just do that. You have to bat faster. You have to put pressure on the other team. It's like kind of a positive feedback loop where, like, you know, one thing is happening 
and you know you do something and the thing picks up and you do more of it and the thing picks up again so it just continues and increases what happens in t20 is let's say a bowler bowls a bad ball and you hit a six off of it you know you now you put pressure on the bowler now he's going to bowl um because of the pressure possibly another bad ball and you put another another six or like another four now you put more pressure and he has more pressure to deal with and know you know that pressure boils and like and because of the pressure he bowls less and less well and you know you get more and more runs which increases the pressure more and you know it's a loop and that's what you need to do in t20 you know punish the bad balls if it's a good ball you know get a single and double not just don't defend unless it's like a first or a second ball and like first five balls that's different but if you're like a power hitter coming out i mean your team needs 10 off six no just don't defend go for the ball so yeah next matchup is seattle thunderbolts versus golden state grizzlies yeah, possibly the best uh, team names in this entire league. You know, some of these team names, um, they're just not that. Yeah, people should have named them better. You know, some teams are called Mad Hatton Yorkers. Yorkers, like what? You know, <laughs> they, you know what? They, you know, next up is like what? Um, you know, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Brooklyn, Brooklyn good length balls and uh, Queens, uh, Queens short balls, Queen bouncers. <laughs> you know. Queen outswingers. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, the match started off with um. I started off with the Golden State Grizzlies winning the toss and choosing to bowl first. Thunderbolts came out to bat, and again, it just haunts me every single time. Like my everyone in minor league cricket, they're not batting well, and this time it's even worse because not a single batsman. Oh yeah, no, 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 never mind. Only two batsmen scored at a strike rate of a hundred or more. And it's not by it's not like one batsman just one batsman scored at like a strike of three hundred. The highest strike rate in this innings was one hundred and sixteen point six seven, and it was a second to last batsman that batted. So Seattle Thunderbolts scored is eighty seven off nine in twenty overs, run rate of four point three five. Andreas Gauss scored six off nine. Jagrup Reina scored four off seventeen. Prajit Kumar Moody scored twenty five off thirty five. Harmeet Singh had a golden duck. Deepak Rajendran scored 4 of 7. Shadley Vance, Scalquick, 10 of 14. Manu Jacob, 11 of 14. Karan Rao, E of 8. Well, batsman, one of the batsmen that scored uh, a shirt of 100. Saiho Kanchirla, a golden duck, second golden duck. Abir Chippa, 7 of 6, 116.67. Uh, strike rate, the highest strike rate. And Anirudh Srimas, 2 of 8. So. Yeah, is he actually who won? I forgot to check. So yeah, obviously, I would have been surprised if Seattle Thunderbolts won, but obviously Golden State Grizzlies won. Their best bowler goes in Golden State Grizzlies was uh, Watsal Vagela, who picked up four wickets and an economy of three point two five. The most economical was Hamad Azam, who picked up two wickets and an economy of two point seven five. Um, Neeraj Goel. And I picked up one weekend in an economy of 4. Shreya Khan picked up one weekend in an economy of 5.25. And Zia Mohamed Shazad picked up one weekend in an economy of 5.25. So lack of, um, what should I say, uh, uh, an attacking batsman meant that there was a low-scoring total from Seattle Thunderbolts and Golden State Grizzlies. Didn't do, need to do too much. They had a runner to 5.57. Again, that's all you need. But the fact is, you could go more. Go hard at them. Be aggressive. Don't go for rash shots. Don't be reckless. Be aggressive. You know, they, people say like, there's a fine line between aggressive and uh, reckless. So, 
Yeah, Sami Aslam scored 4 off 10. Malik Junaid scored 2 off 3. Zia Mamad Shazad scored 30 off 43. Shiva Mishra scored 34 off 39. And Hamad Azan scored 7 off 3. Only one batsman scored at a straight of more than 100. He faced only 3 balls, so yeah. He had a straight of 233.3. Three, he hit a 1-6. It's a really safe approach, but that's all you need. You could go faster, which is what I would say I would tell them to do. So, yeah, the best bowler for Seattle Thunderbolts was Anirudh Srinivas. Anirudh picked up one wicket, Erin Economy of 3. Shadley, Vance, Scalquick uh, picked up one wicket, Erin Economy of 4.69. Sahil Kanchella picked up one wicket, Erin Economy of 7. And the most economic, second most economical was Abir Chippa, who picked up one wicket and an economy of four. So that is, um, yeah, Harmeet Singh uh, didn't pick up any wickets but had an economy of six. So, um, Seattle Thunderbolts lose, um, Golden State Grizzlies go one up in their points table. Mm, yeah, we move on to our seventh match. Yeah, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ninth match. Wow. We covered nine matches so far. We covered nine matches. We covered nine matches. Wow. That was quick. So, yeah, probably not for the listener. Real quick for me. So, yeah, next up ahead is... Uh, uh, Seattle Thunderbolts, again, versus Silicon Valley Strikers. And this time, the winner of the toss is Silicon Valley Strikers, who won the toss and chose to bowl first. Thunderbolts came out to bat, and obviously, this time, they had to change things up. They had to bat faster, and you know what happened? Nothing changed. They scored 110 off night in their 20 overs. Their best batsman was Andreas Gauss, who stayed not out. Which is surprising for an opening batsman to stay not out. He scored 63 off 54 at a strike of 116.67. Karan Rao scored 0 off 4. Prajit Kumar Muri scored 3 off 8. Manu Jacob scored 1 off 8. Shadli Van Skalquik scored 0 off 2. Jab Group Raina scored 13 off 11. Harmeet Singh scored 8 off 9. Abir Chippa scored 1 off 4. Sahil Kanchala scored 2 off 12. Nita Vasavada scored 3 off 6. And Anir Srinivas scored 3. No, 2 off 3. So. Yeah, I, I I completed the entire scorecard in just one breath. So, yeah, <laughs> nothing impressive in the batting there. If I could, if I could do that, then uh, that's just not good. It should take me if if it's a good batting. Um, if, yeah, if it's a, if it's a good batting inning, it should take me like I don't know five mouthful breaths of uh, yeah, not of yeah, five. It should take me five full breaths to complete the entire batting order. So, yeah, it just took me one, which was the bad batting. But surprisingly, Thunderbolts um, fought back and fought back well. Uh, so yeah, let's uh, finish off the first innings with the bowling. Silicon Valley Strikers' best bowler was Abhishek Parghdar, who picked up three wickets at an economy of 5.75. Uh, Saurabh Netravalkar picked up two wickets at an economy of 2.25, so obviously even better. In, in T20 cricket, if you can bowl economically, that's all you need. If you bowl four overs in eight months... When the under, another bowler bowls four overs and goes for 40 runs but picked up a fake five wicket haul, obviously you're a best bowler because you bowled economically. He's probably bowling from the other end and getting smacked but also getting the wickets because they're smacking him so much. So, yeah. 
Uh, Bernay Suri picked up two wickets and an economy of three. Uh, Yim Young picked up one wicket and an economy of 7.75. Srinivas Raghavan picked up one wicket and an economy of 6.33. Dave Tardini picked up no wickets and an economy of seven. So yeah, economical bowling. Uh, <laughs> or bad batting, who knows. <laughs> Silicon Valley Strikers uh, came out to bat again. And um, yeah, bad batting from the slow batting from them. I shouldn't say bad writing because they didn't have two starts. They did have two. two. My God. They did have two starts. Rahul Jarivada picked up one. I'm missing picked up. He scored one run off 10 balls. Srinivas Dragon scored zero off four balls. Sehan. And some of these names are hard to pronounce. First, the Kalquik guy. Skalquik. And now Sehan. 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 Jay Surya scored 44 off 39. Added straight at 112.82. Unfortunately, getting run out. Nursing Dio Narain scored uh, 0 runs off 3 balls. Pranesuri uh, scored 22 off 25. Dilbreed Billing scored 8 off 7. Neem Young scored 7 off 7. Gary Graham scored 19 off 15. Abhishek Paragdar scored 1 off 4. And Saurabh Netravalkar scored 1 off 3. Seattle Thunderbolt's best bowler was... Uh, <laughs> here he comes again. Shali Wan Skalquik, who, wow, that's actually, wow, 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 that is, a that is good, I'm just reading this now, the scorecard, Karen Akane is 0.61, when have you seen that in a T20 match before, actually, yeah, the only word that I can uh, actually think of that bowls that well, bowled that well before, was Mohamed Irfan, who bowled four overs in like a CPL or PSL? Remember, yeah, he bowled four overs and just went one for one run on the last ball. He basically did the same thing: three point three overs, just two runs, just two runs. Imagine um, giving up less runs than um, the number of ball overs you bowled. Then he also picked the two wickets by far the best bowler. Uh, yeah, Scalquick. I'm sorry for uh, making fun of your name. Obviously, really good bowler. Um, Harmeet Singh picked up two wickets and an economy of 3.25. Uh, Abir Chippa picked up one wicket and an economy of 7.75. Sahil Kanchala picked up two wickets and an economy of 8. Uh, Anirudh Srinivas picked up no wickets but had an economy of 7.25. Um, yeah, in the end, Seattle Thunderbolts lost yet again. Silicon Valley Strikers won by two wickets. They fought back at least Seattle Thunderbolts, but... You can see the batting is where the mo- biggest problem is in all, almost pretty much all of these matches. Uh, the bowling is s- splendid in all of these matches. Yeah, pretty much in USA, the bo- pitches are really good for bowling. Um, I'm not talking about the actual pitch, like the ground. There's so much uh, grass on the outfields. Like, yeah, I can understand that not all grounds are like this, but pretty much most grounds are like this. There are really good grounds. I'm not saying there there aren't any. But, yeah, most of the good ones are, uh, I don't know, what should I say? Yeah, it's hard to explain. Most of the good ones are rare. Yeah, rare are the, that's the best word. Yeah, I, I have only played in one of these good ones. I, yeah, I, I have only wore, worn spikes. Is that a word? I only wore spikes once before. Like in one tournament, it's obviously the under nineteen National Championships. Well, yeah, and pretty much every other every ground that I play uh, throughout the year is uh, there's a lot of grass on the outfield, so I cannot wear the spikes; they will just ruin the ground. I, can, I don't play in turf cricket fields, but yeah, and the outfields are really, really green. 
which allows the ball to stay new, and there's so much grass on the pitches themselves, which also allows the ball to stay new, which is obviously really good for bowling. And surprisingly, spinners do well, because uh, many spinners here bowl faster balls. They, they, this is actually kind of a scam, a fraud, that many spinners, I mean, many people consider themselves spinners, even though they bowl um, pretty much the same speed as some of the fast bowlers. Uh, they bowl so fast, which 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 batsmen don't obviously don't expect, and they get surprised and they get out. So, yeah, that's the bowling trick in America. Say just tell everyone that you're a spinner, and just bowl like a fast bowler. Um, cricket with my cousin before um, last week, and um, and I learned this trick um, when I was playing. I saw many people doing it, so. I just told him that I was going to bowl spin. We were actually playing in a baseball field, uh, cricket. You know the, um, well, you know the area where people run from the first between the bases, where it's just uh, dirt and hard dirt. So yeah, the ball bounces well. He found out, so we went to play there, and I told him I was a spinner. And after a while, I wasn't getting any wickets because uh, there obviously no bounce there, and it was it was the best we we had. At that point in time, with the cricket ball, obviously we could play in uh, on pavement with a tennis ball. But when I was playing with the cricket ball, we went there. The spin ball, there wasn't much uh, bounce. There was barely any spin. I had to spin the ball so hard. So I got annoyed with that, and I decided that I was going to bowl faster balls. And I bowled a really fast ball. Um, well, no, that's not the right word. I bowled a ball that he did not expect that would come. I bowled way faster than he expected. In fact, he said that it was the same speed as my fast bowling, which is actually really slow. But he just basically didn't expect it. And it was short, it came fast, and it hit him in his knee. And he fell on the ground for like five minutes. And yeah, he just didn't expect it to come like that. And he was like, why are you telling me you're a spinner? He was like, you should have told me you were good into both fast, bowl- fast balls. And I just told him that everyone doesn't hear. And he was like, I never saw that before. So, yeah, basically that's what happens here. But enough about that. Next up we have, uh, oh yeah, here's another good name. Hollywood Master Blasters <laughs> ah, versus San Diego Surf Riders. Wow, like, yeah, the guy in charge of uh, naming. Nice. Okay, so, yeah, the match started off with uh, Hollywood Master Blasters winning the toss and choosing the bat first. They came out to bat, and obviously, like every match here in the league, it was slow batting. So, um, yeah, the match started off with Kanishka Shogai, who scored 5 of 10, and Nisarg Patel, who scored 4 of 4. And I actually heard Nisarg Patel before. We have I heard it. I think he plays for USA Cricket as well. Um, Cody Chetty scored 39-43, strike rate of 90.7. Karim Vira, Viradia scored 26 of 34, even slower, a strike rate of 76.47. Pritu Baskota scored 9 of 16. Uh, Kali Zadran uh, scored 3 of 5 at a strike rate of 60. Basant Regni scored 2 of 5. Dhyan Ranatunga scored, had a golden duck run out, actually, so yeah, that's kind of sad. Um, and Ajay Imadi, another name that I have heard before. Wow. I think he also plays for USA Cricket. Actually, where I swear I heard that name before. Maybe it's the last name that I heard before. Or I just saw his name before on a scorecard. But, wait a second. Oh yeah, I have heard his name before because he also played in the uh, national championships. And I think pretty sure, I'm pretty sure Nisar Bade also played. So, 
Like he actually hit a six. Well, he so what happened was the best, the really good players, players that played really well in the in the Champions League were taken to another training camp, camp, and that's where I saw his name, Ajay Imadi, and I also saw Nisar Padel there. I think so. Yeah, that's why I remember his name. Um, yeah, yeah. San Diego's uh, Turf Riders best bowler was Timot Timot Patel, who picked the three wickets in an economy of three point five. He's uh, uh, USA Cricket's best bowler. Uh, I think he has the most wickets for USA Cricket. Um, yeah, I think the next uh, best bowler for them was is Ali Khan. But yeah, Timot Patel, a really good spinner. Yeah, he was actually uh, earlier in the year um, banned by ICC to bowl uh, from bowling for uh, until. His uh, action was clear to be legal. There was a suspicion. A suspicion. Is that the right word? Yeah. I don't know. When you talk for so long, you just forget words. So, suspicion. Suspicion. There's suspicion that he was going to. Uh, he was actually checking the ball. Turns out he wasn't. So he's at the ball now. Um, Siddharth Martini uh, picked up one wicket at an economy of 3.75. Mrunal Patel picked up one wicket at an economy of 4.25. Marty Kane picked up one wicket at an economy of 6.5. Brinley Richards um, picked up no wickets but had an economy of 5.33. And JD Brady didn't pick up any wickets, bowled just one over, had an economy of 7. So, economical bowling from San Diego's Surf Riders. They came out the bat again. Sai Krishna. Wow. Sai Krishna. Sai Krishna A. Um, is it a Sai Krishna Mukamala? No, 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 never mind. I was thinking of Sai Teja Mukamala, who's a, who was a player of the tournament in the. Championship early in the year. How many times are I bringing that up? Wow. Yeah, Sai Krishna, Sai Dejan. Never mind. see Stallions, I think. So, yeah. Uh, Sai Krishna, A. Yeah, and there's just no last name for him. Scored 20, out, 20 runs of 35 balls at a strike rate of 57.14. Slow batting. Ronald Padilla scored 19 of 29. At a strike rate of 65.52. Slow batting. Marty Kane had a golden duck. Uh, Siddharth Martini scored 2 of 3. Strike rate of 66.67. Slow batting. Ravi Timbawala scored 2 off 9, still batting. Brindley Richards scored 31 off 26, finally. A strike of 119.23. Um, yeah, it took f- 5 batsmen to get out uh, until a batsman was a- finally able to uh, say he's going to bat faster than a strike of 100. And Zubair Murad uh, scored 13 runs off 8 balls. Uh, San Diego Surfriders won by five wickets. Uh, there were just nine balls left, so I don't know. A, a little more uh, economical bowling from Hollywood Master Master Blasters, <laughs> and it would have been done. But too economical, uh, not too uneconomical. So the best bowler for Hollywood Master Blasters was Karan Viradia, who picked up two wickets in an economy of three point seven five. Basant Regmi, Isak Patel, and Anish Deshpande all picked up one wicket each. Basant Regmi was the most economical, had an economy of 3. Nisar Patel had an economy of 4.25. Anish Deshpande had an economy of 9. Uh, Janak Patel um, bowled 3 balls, went from 9 runs, and an economy of 30. Uh, Karim Viridiya picked up 2 wickets, an economy of 3.7. I think yeah, but I said that before. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Khalid Zadran picked up 0 wickets, had an economy of 5.5. And that's the end of um, this match. Uh, coverage of this match is uh yeah the most recent match that took place is san diego surf ride surf riders versus sokal lashings sokal lashings is sokal a place let me check because uh i haven't heard that name before 
Oh shit. Oh yeah. Sure. Sogo is a, a place in. No, it's a region. Wow. I never knew that. Sogo is a region. It's Southern California, basically. Oh, okay, 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 okay. So it's uh, SoCal. Uh, so South Car- South California. I was thinking, what? Yeah, now I understand. Yeah, SoCal usually spelled S O, and then there's a capital C. So I was uh, confused. Usually there's a yes, so- South Carolina. Basically represents South Carolina. It's uh, Nor NorCal and SoCal. I'm pretty sure or NoCal. Is it a Nor or No? So yeah, I didn't hear that name before. It's South Carolina, basically. Not Carolina. South California. Why is it missing Carolina? So yeah, um, the match started off yet again with uh, uh, San Diego Surfers winning the Saza and choosing the bat first. And guess how they batted? They have batted faster than before, surprisingly. So San Krishna has scored 27 of 26, a strike rate of 103.5. Brunel Padilla scored 73 of 52, strike rate of 140.38. Surprising. Wow, that is a good opening. What would, what would you expect from the rest of the middle order and lower order? You know, you would expect them to carry on, right? You would expect them from such, a, even since the San Diego Surfers give such a good opening, you would expect them to get 200, right? Um, no, you would expect them to get 160. Why? Oh yeah, let me tell you. Siddharth Matani, number 3, 7 off 8. Ravi Timbavara, 2 off 4. Marty Kane, restores some hope. 23 off 13, but gets out. Brinley Richards, 2 off 3. Zubair Murad, 6 off 5. Timur Patel, 8 off 5. Adnesh Tondale, 6 off 5. You know, this, this is kind of like, you know, heartbreaking for an opener. Like, I'm, I'm not saying myself, I'm a bowler, so yeah. But it's just basically heartbreaking for an opener. When they bat so well, the team does this. Um, and it's probably why they lost. I mean, they probably had such a good batting opening, but... Uh, was um lost. It was actually a really close match, actually. Uh, Sogo Lashings won in the Poland Ultimate Ball. Uh, Sogo Lashings' best bowler was uh, Akash Veer Singh, who picked up three wickets at an economy of 6.75. Elmore Hutchinson picked up two wickets at an economy of 6.5. Uh, Abhimanyu Raj picked up one wicket at an economy of 7.33. Gayan Fernando picked up one wicket at an economy of 7.75. How much Saheed picked up no wickets but had an economy of 7.67. Uh, so Kalashings came out to bat and they were more consistent even though they didn't have a good start with uh, Iftikhar Ahmed scoring 4 off 7. Another name I have heard before but I'm sure where I have heard it. I've heard it in Pakistan. Uh, batting lineup, it's different spelling. Here is I-F-T-E. There is I-F-T-I-K-A-R. Here is I-F-T-E-K-H-A-R. So yeah, I've heard that name before. Never mind. So yeah. Yeah, Marcus Stewart scored 0 off 2, so a bad start, but uh, consistent uh, middle order uh, was able to get the job done. Peter Vitachi scored 39 off 33, Taha Jamal scored 32 off 31, Shamshir Singh 37 off 22, so 30s. That's all you need. Hamas Sahih scored 13 off 11, Elmore Hutchinson fast batting 20 off 11, 3 sixes, a straight of 180.182. 181.82, yeah. Abhimanyu Raj scored 6 off 3, 1, 4, a strike of 200, and they got the job done, winning by 4 wickets. Tiniga Surfrider's best bowler was Siddharth Martani, who picked the 2 wickets at an economy of 5. Tema Patel picked up 1 wicket at an economy of 4.5. You would expect some of these, um, you know, some of these 
what should I say, international bowlers and the bowlers that have played for USA cricket and higher levels to bowl, they're not absolutely, you know, destroy their batting lineups, but it just kind of shows the talent that that is here in some of the adults here that are, that play here. They're such good players that they can actually face some of these good bowlers and smash them. Um, you know, Timo Patel scored a 4.5, which is surprising. I would expect him to go lower since he actually is an international cricket player, but... You know, four point five. I would say like that's decent for whoever has faced them the most. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, Zubair Murad, uh, Zubair Murad picked the new wickets, but had an academy of five point five. Ajay Sharma had picked up two wickets at an academy of six. I have heard that name before. And Marty Kane picked up zero wickets, had an academy of seven. So yeah, that's pretty much the coverage of all of these matches. Um. And wow, I just realized that all the matches I've covered are just a Pacific Conference. This is basically being held NBA style with Eastern Conference and Western Conference, but this time it's Pacific Conference versus Atlantic Conference. Um, wow, I really thought I have done a good job being able to cover all of these matches. Uh, it turns out I haven't covered all of them. Um, I'll just say, I'll, I'll come back with them tomorrow. I'll cover them tomorrow. Because, um, yeah, it's pretty late today. So, yeah, Pacific Conference is done. My league cricket is, uh, done. Wow. Wow. Yeah, Pacific Conference is on. Yeah, Pacific Conference I can actually understand more. Because, uh, I, I am, no, sorry, Atlantic Conference. Um, I can understand more because uh, there are more players from where I live. Um, you know, I'll know more players. You know, I'm sure that some of the players that I know are playing in some of these teams, like I said, Saite Jamakumula is playing in uh, New Jersey Stallions. Um, yeah, who, who else is there? Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it, guys, for this episode. I'm finally back. I'm excited to say that. No, you know, school's going to start for me in one month, so, you know, <laughs> don't keep your hopes up too high, because uh, I'm going to be consistent since once school starts. But, yeah, that's pretty much it, guys. So, if you do want to uh, pay attention to what's happening in the minor league cricket, I'll make sure that I post links in my episode for you to check out. Um, it's actually, yeah, I just wish that there was more advertising like i live in america so that's why i know about this i just wish some of the uh you know more international players you know usa cricket i wish i just wish usa cricket and minor league cricket um reached out to some of the international players and asked them to spread the word about this new league you know america has a uh, you know great potential to make it big in the next few years i'm you know i'm not saying like i'm not saying they do not there's another decade or so i'm saying there's a few years before america could make it big, you know, be among the top nations. Because there's a lot of talent here. There's a lot of young players that are, that bat really well. You know, people are coming from other countries to play here because there's so much opportunity here. And yeah, some of those players are outstanding. Just you know, some of those bowlers you cannot face them. There are 18 year olds. Yeah, they're 18 year old um, people that bowl uh, 80 80 miles per hour plus. I have faced one of them, and I was scared scared to death. I was, uh, I was I faced them in the 
national championships and I was so scared to face them because I just never faced them. I just saw how much talent there is in America. Um, you know, how, some, how good some of the players are. It's, it's so surprising. Some of the bowlers, they bowl so fast. And I just, just never faced them at my age group. They're just under 18. It's not like they're under, you know, 25 years, 26 years down bowling 80 miles per hour. You know, there's international cricketers that are, you know, that are not that good enough to bowl 80 miles per hour. There's, you know, guys like, uh, Sam Curran, um, I don't know Sam Curran, but yeah, yeah, Sam Curran, and uh, you know some of the bowlers, some you know some of the you know those bowlers bowl seventy five miles per hour, seventy miles per hour, you know around that range. They're they don't hit above eighty miles per hour that often, but here, there there are like you know, here here are people, you know, tall bowlers. You know that's another crazy thing. You know Rohit Bosnipal, Rohit Bosnipal, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, I think that's in Rohit, Rohit Pusnapali or something like that. But, yeah, he... Dale Stane is reaching out to him. I faced him, uh, you know, face-to-face. He is so tall. He's like six foot... Uh, six. I, I barely reach his neck. He's, he's that tall. When people are that tall and boy, eating my heart, that's all you need. Glenn McGraw. You know what... Yeah, Glenn McGraw, he was less than 80 miles per hour. He used to move mainly you know, 120 kilometers, 120 and 130 kilometers per hour. But he was so tall, he had amazing accuracy. And that's all people need here. But here are bowlers that are barely you know, 20, barely, uh, yeah, barely 20. They're here, uh, they're, you know, 6 foot 6, 6 foot 7. Six, uh, I'm not sure if he's actually that tall, but yeah, I'm assuming. Uh, six foot seven, uh, yeah, bowling eighty miles per hour, and who knows how fast they could bowl in the next, uh, you know, five years, when they reach their, you know, max potential, like twenty two, twenty three years old. So yeah, great potential for America. I hope that people do uh, tune in to see what's happening here, because it's really exciting. So yeah, that is pretty much it for this episode. I'll try to be more consistent with my. Uh, episode um, you know, what am I saying uh, episode uploading so yeah that's pretty much it I'm already tired uh, after recording 53 minutes no not 53 uh, 1 hour and 23 minutes straight so yeah it's been a one hour, maybe 1 hour 23 minutes yeah 1 hour 23 minutes straight or something like that so yeah uh <laughs> Wow. So yeah, I'll be back tomorrow. Um, yeah, my mouth is uh, dried up. Yeah, if I could drink water right now, it would taste like salt because I have talked for so long. But basically, that's it for today, guys. And I'll be back tomorrow. And goodbye.